Hello. Welcome to another edition of the SparkCast, number 26. And we begin with someone tailgating my ass right off the gate, like, fuck off, dude. We literally five seconds in. This, this has to be like a speed run of how fast I get annoyed at someone. Like, So, to be fair, I was on my phone because, you know, I haven't recorded a podcast in so long or a car cast in, in so long that my phone decided to just offload the Anchor app entirely. So I had to re-download that. So while I was re-downloading, you know, like I have to leave the office, you know, get in my car, start driving because I want to get home because it's like work hour traffic. So, you know, the less time on the road, the better I'm not going to sit in a parking lot. Um, and then I look at the fucking app and it's, offloaded because I remove I have my phone like uninstall apps that I haven't touched in a while it just deletes them but you would think you know that I've recorded a podcast somewhere recently like I it's a little over a month ago but I feel like it's very quick to offload something that I have recorded 25 plus episodes for including some of the scrapped ones but yeah, so it, I just had to reinstall Anchor, and, you know, it's kind of crazy for his podcast in the full month, um, but I think what I shall do is, regardless of how long these podcasts go, I'm just going to claim them as a VHL.com radio piece, mainly because I simply don't need the PT, like, I don't need to claim it as a PT, and I purchased the 4x5 uh, uncapped package in the off season, so I'll just get that free twenty TP every season by calling these podcasts. If I continue to do the podcast versions, of course, I'll just count these as my VHL.com submission. So that does give me a little less, uh, or gives me a little more flexibility with these podcasts. I don't have to constantly be trying to hit thirty minutes, like make them fit my entire. Uh, drive home which is a little nicer and maybe that kind of gives me a little more motivation to actually record these in the first place because a lot of times I would just decide not to record a podcast because I didn't have anything to talk about for 30 minutes like when the board of governors was a a bit more active I would have some more content it's got a little quiet since because um, a fair amount of stuff has just turned into commissioners do what they please and Nobody in the BOG complains because we do everything perfectly and everybody loves it. So there's really no reason to complain at all. But because there's no BOG stuff, there's nothing to leak. And when there's nothing to leak, I don't have content. But naturally, there's always VHLM stuff that I could just leak myself. So, you know, the whole Board of Governors thing has been kicked out of the equation. And then over the off-season, uh, it was basically just came in, just claiming job pay. So I didn't really have any urge or desire to be recording podcasts then either, especially because I hit like a period of time where I just wasn't driving to work because I didn't need to be driving to work. So yeah, so that's where all the podcasts have gone, if anyone was truly wondering. But today is the second time that I got tagged by Thunder in as many weeks, maybe like second tag in three weeks or so, basically saying, where is the SparkCast? Uh, It's the best podcast out there. I must have it back. So, yeah, here you go. This this podcast is for Thunder. 
some people are fucking antsy motherfuckers. Like, Jesus Christ, you have a stop sign. You like, fucking piss off. I know you want to merge into my lane, but that's the whole point of a uh, stop sign, that you wait for everyone else to go. This isn't a fucking yield or like a merge. Like, it's a stop sign. You make the right turn when you can. But some people don't. It's It's Jersey. Nobody likes to follow the rules. And now everyone over there has blocked the intersection because... You don't fucking understand that if the line is going beyond the intersection, you don't add to it. You just wait at the white line and wait for the traffic between the next traffic light and the intersection to clear up. But there's but there's morons here. It's the it's the best part about driving. And now when I go to work in the mornings, the sun's right in my fucking eyes. So I can't see whether the traffic light's green, yellow, or red. Good thing that they turned off all of the you know, camera or like red light cameras for speeding to or not speeding tickets, like jumping the light tickets. They don't actually take pictures of you anymore because the flash was distracting people and they started suing the the government. But yeah, I, I sometimes genuinely have no clue what, what color the, the light is. So I just tailgate whoever I'm driving behind. And then, you know, if they break, I break. If they don't break, I don't break either. So everyone in Jersey around this time of year, whether driving when it's sunrise, sunset, like when you're driving into the light, everyone on like the side roads just kind of just um, understands that you're going to wait. If you see a green light, then you've got to wait a few seconds because the people go in and the, like the main roads, like into the sun, simply can't see. So everyone gives the courtesy. We're all very nice like that. Um definitely don't need to be blink, like blinking for half an hour after I get to work trying to get the vision back in my eyes and then now when I go home it's pitch fucking black so when you have I don't know it's like some people have astigmatic eyes where the light kind of looks like there's like an aura of light around everything or, or, or like any light source so there's like fuzzy light so when you're driving at night, it's always a little interesting because like fucking every light source is just like glowing beyond the light itself. So that's always very fun. Um, so yeah, just it's, uh, you're fucking unable to see anything. That's great. And people don't fucking know the concept of staying in the right lane if you have to make a right turn. Oh my God, this idiot hit the curb. You dumbass. I wish I had a dash cam. This moron in front of me couldn't stay properly in the right lane, so he hit the curb. <laughs> this has been a fucking... And then this guy came in the middle lane and is now trying to merge into the right lane to make a right turn. Idiots. I really wish I could take a dash cam video of my drive to work, but I'm definitely going to just dox everyone on the road. and not dox. I feel like you're not supposed to record people's license plates. Jeez, I'm still struggling to get VHL content here because the road is just so bountiful of content. But from a... My God. Idiots. Oh, there's an ambulance too? The shit is going on.
A cop? What the fuck is going on? I don't know what the hell is going on. But yeah, from a league perspective, let's let's talk about some things, stuffs and things. Um, from a waiver system, we're still trying to kind of see exactly whether it's going to work out, how it's working. We have not had... Oh, there's more police coming from behind. Something's probably on fire or something. What the shit is going on? Oh, brother is zooming. Are you serious? People won't even let the cop go? We got some idiots on the road today. But, uh, yeah, so from, from a waiver perspective, we, we had a YouTube ad go out. We didn't really get the most success from that ad. I don't, I don't really think we got many people at all. I feel like maybe you could count the number of people we got from the ad on your hands, which isn't great. That's certainly not how we want our league funds to end up. It's kind of a waste. Which, you know, it's it's difficult to, to chalk it up really as a waste because, you know, you never know which ad is going to do really well. Especially when you are using basically the same ad read from one channel to another. But I guess, you know, that's that's kind of what you've learned now that it's not the demographic or I guess that's not the that's not the viewer base that you can appeal to. So I guess those are the changes that the recruitment team will make for the future, knowing that 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 channel just didn't work out. So because of that, we haven't had a lot of new creates going through the waiver system. But one of the interesting things that we've kind of realized is that we had sort of given a fallback option where we would allow users to kind of send out the interest DM to a couple teams. But that was mainly designed in the case of one team took an abnormally long amount of time to really respond to a message. So what the system was designed to do was basically you click that you want to join a specific team to say that I want to join Miami. I'm going to click on the join Miami team and it's going to take me into a new browser window or a new browser tab that basically puts me in the forum DM, then it gives me some reading content as to, you know, how to VHL, how to build your player, how to earn TPE. So it has all that all that good stuff there. And we just expect that, you know, people will like read all that, that'll keep them occupied for a little bit. Forum DMs give them email notifications, yada, 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 or however much, you know, they still have to come back and check the forum a second time because we have a lot of hit and quit folks. They just create them and never come back again. So that, that was like a little bit of the system there. They, you know, they get some reading material to keep them occupied if they'd like. Then they still have to come back to the system or the league to basically formalize the process once the GM replies. But it appears that some people just somehow immediately went back. Not somehow, but they just realized that they could immediately go back to their create a player tab and then just pick a couple more teams to, to join. And that has led to some confusion between GMs, some impatience between people. Um, 
new, new crates, so there might be a little more tweaking going on over there. But from a balancing perspective, it, it kind of has worked how we would like it to, where we have been able to kind of spread out where these new players are going. They, they are sort of making a little more uh, informed decisions where they go. But again, we, we, we have had quite, quite a small sample size to really test out the system and no one like uber active, like no one that's really gotten to max earning yet. So it is still kind of like a jury's out situation where we do need a lot more testing and some more feedback and responses. And holy shit, I have to sling the brakes. What the fuck is going on? So yeah, they'll, they'll just need to be some more time to see how, how it works out and if there's more changes that we need to make. So we'll see, but it's definitely GMs say that they're feeling a bit better as to how it's working. And I mean, that's really all that we wanted to do, right? Like we, we just wanted to make their lives a little easier. So hopefully that continues to be the case. From an M rules change perspective, we kind of in a middle ground right now where we want to see maybe a season or two, how the current environment pans out because we did make a few changes regarding draft picks um, added a little bit of flexibility regarding inactive goalies uh, so it's kind of you know see what the um, kind of looks like right now and one thing that I am mainly curious about to sort of segue or also like kind of tie, tie together is what's going on in the VHLE and for the first time, we have two completely new commissioners. This is the first time that not only one was replaced, but both of them, where Acid was basically running it solo. And then within the span of like a month or two, both Acid and RJ are gone. And it's two completely new commissioners, very similar to kind of how Gus and I replaced DA and McWolf. So these two leagues have completely different leadership. And I know Eno and that are fairly vocal and open-minded when it comes to implementing change since both have been very active participants in the BOG and just around the league. I don't think that either of them are very shy about making changes if they feel it makes sense. So I'm very curious to see how e-changes kind of shake up. And soon, I don't actually know what they're discussing like I'm in the EGM chat, but even that is not really where commissioners are making decisions. But I just have a feeling that there is going to be some sort of structural change coming down the pipeline soon. And again, this isn't a leak because I don't actually know the like any information. I'm just kind of speculating because it does feel like the E is stagnating a little bit and does need a little bit more life. So I am curious to see what kind of changes these new commissioners have in store because they've been fairly quiet in, in, in terms of like what they're doing, which is, it makes sense because they've just gotten for like access that they have never had before. Like both of them, at least I was a staff member before financier and I was able to, you know, do some things around the portal, but for them, you know, just the daily in and out work of approving trades, managing, um, inactive signings it, it's definitely seemed like a lot to kind of keep track of 
so once this is all settled down, I I do think that there is going to be some kind of discussions and deliberations about making some structural changes to how the VHLE operates and what the sort of refocusing the league, giving it a little more direction. So I am I am pretty interested in seeing how that all goes. And I think it'll be pretty neat to to watch. Because I mean, it will impact the M, it'll impact the, the VHL to a small degree, but the M for sure. Uh, because I think at its core, the M and the E definitely do work hand in hand because it is the pipeline to the VHL. And that's really what the core purpose of these two leagues is at the end of the day, that it's, it's a pipeline to the VHL and both need to be working well for that to happen. Otherwise we're losing players at, at some point or the other. And it certainly is not going to be the M. And I presume that our e-commissioners feel the same way about the E, that they don't want the E being the place that becomes the the cesspool or the black hole of sucking up all the VHL talent to it, like losing them to an activity because of the league. Like they just want, they just don't want that being on, on their league just as much as Gus and I don't want it on, on our league. It's very curious to see you know, what kind of changes they have in store. So should be interesting. Um, I kind of want to just stop podcasting now. So I will do one shout out, shout out before I leave. And that is to the band Ghost that won the American Music Award last night for favorite rock album. Reading out Machine Gun Kelly, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Coldplay and Imagine Dragons and after having grown up watching Imagine Dragons win every single fucking rock nomination along with Coldplay and fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers which you know I enjoy all three groups I think that they're fun they're nice you know you can play all their songs or like play songs from all of those groups except maybe Machine Gun Kelly and basically everyone will, you know, your parents will be fine with it. Your siblings will be fine with it. Your cousins, whoever. Like, I, like everyone knows Imagine Dragons. Everyone knows Red Hot Chili Peppers. Everyone knows Coldplay. But then the fucking, like, stuff by Shingon Kelly is, like, he knows it. He knows it's it, it's mainstream, like, it's mainstream cop-outs. So you have, like, these four artists... And their music, which is obviously curated towards mainstream rock. And out of fucking left field, you have this Swedish metal band that just wins over these four groups. It's fucking nuts. It's very exciting to see because that album is fucking awesome. Um, it's been it's been fun to learn on the guitar. I've, I've, I've learned a, a few of the songs. Couple others are absolutely insane. I cannot play them at all. They are way too technical. They require way too much skill, and I do not have it. But that album is really good, top to bottom, with the exception of maybe one song, maybe two. One, one, one song, and then like one's like an interlude that I'm like, it's a little annoying that on an album that short they have two interludes. One of them's good. The other one's kind of like 
fuck it. So there's one interlude into another into a song, and I think that if they just removed both of them from the album, it would be the absolute best EP that has ever existed. So yeah, that is what I will leave you with. 20 minutes of content, my VHL.com podcast for the week. I think I like this format a lot better than talking for 30 minutes. So Stream Impera by Ghost. Farewell.